Hey, parents, just a heads up that this show may have kid in the title, but it is not for kids, okay? Because we say the dirty words a lot. We're a bunch of dirty birds. So if you're with kids, uh, you may want to save this for later. Hi, I'm Tiffany Thiessen, and I love my kids, but I don't love that they have to literally ask me the same question over and over and over again when I've answered them over and over and over again. From Wondery, I'm Chris Garcia. I'm Megan Gailey. And I'm Kurt Brownholer. And this is I Love My Kid, But... Welcome to I Love My Kid But, the show where you will never feel alone for suffering (laughs) (laughs) over something you really wanted and really did a lot to get to, and then now you are a parent, and you realize it's very hard. Hello, Megan. Hello, Chris. Hello. Uh, How are you? I'm good. Everybody, Everybody have a good weekend. Yeah, you know, doing pretty good. Just yeah. getting back into it. Um, Conrad is getting his first haircut tomorrow. <gasps> oh my god! No so way. do you have emotions about it? I well, I was like kind of against it, but mm-hmm. then it's like his hair is starting to look insane, yeah. and so it is time. <laughs> I'm a little nervous because we're going like this is our plan because the thing everything you know like needs yeah. a plan. Yeah. So we're taking him to where CJ gets his haircut, mm-hmm. which is like a hipster barbershop that has like a speakeasy in the background you know like it's we're going to blind barber they have a comedy show there (laughs) and so our plan is cj's gonna get his haircut and conrad's gonna watch watch, maybe even like sit on his lap watch and then conrad is gonna get his haircut after and cj's gonna sit on his lap and cj's Mm -hmm. gonna sit on his lap um, I you feel I felt so many emotions when I did that I did not expect. Sunny's hair was growing like she looked like she was, uh, you know, Tom Petty towards the end. Her hair was like kind of all, and I love Tom Petty already, yeah, of course, but it was just kind of all over the place. And we yeah. had to get a haircut, and I just got so emotional about it, and I did not expect it that I wept in the parking lot. I was Whoa. not, I was not ready for the because it just signified like the passage of time. Yeah, it's it's her like she, she's she felt like a grown up. She left like yeah. her hair. Was blow dry and she no had like a barrette, and I was like, "This is a full grown yeah. woman. Yeah. What happened to my little baby?" Um, and yeah. it just it makes him look more mature. I like know. it is. Um, yes. So like he has a mullet, and I'm like, I don't want to lose all the mullet. You know, like I'm already trying to like <laughs> micromanage his haircut. Like even though I know nothing about, my dad was like, "I can cut his hair." I was like, "There is no fucking way you can do that. Like there's not a chance." And my dad with like shaky retired hands. <laughs> we went your dad's route. We did go. Because it was also during the pandemic. Yes, but that's you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, oh, oh, right. No, it was not me. Lauren learned how to cut hair. Lauren now cuts, because of the pandemic, like, very good hair. I trust Lauren. Amazing, yeah. I trust Lauren. Um, and so, and Olive had insanely curly hair. And it was really, really long. It was, like, down to her butt. No! Uh, yeah, but, and the way we did it was we just got her excited about, we did Locks of Love, you know, Aww, where you donate that's the really hair. Nice. And so we told her what her, that her hair would, like, and she was just like, oh, yeah, like, I want to, I want my hair to be a wig. Aww, <laughs> and they make wigs out of kids' hair. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, for kids that. who have, like, you know. I mean, kids' hair is so soft. Now I know, I'm like, so I want a wig soft. out of kids' hair. I know, right? <laughs> 
sicko. But it was, it was, uh, it has to be, I think, at least a foot, yeah. twelve yeah. inches. Foot long. Yeah, yeah. And hers was like fourteen inches. Long. I've Whoa, always wanted to so do it. I've been like, I need to get it. Like I know, I'm like, <laughs> ten inches, and this is like messing up my life. Sorry, no wig for you. But like as we're sitting here, I'm like. I wonder if they could make Conrad's hair into bangs for me. It's <laughs> so funny. I would love it because his oh hair God. is black, and so it's it looks like so dark mismatched. Brow. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, today is very exciting because we have Tiffany Thiessen. On wow. wow! Can you believe it? I, I mean, truly can't. If you told my twelve-year-old self that we were having <sighs> Tiffany Thiessen, I was a more of a California Dreams guy, to be honest. Really? No, I'm just kidding. No, no, I love Saved by the Bell so much. I'm uh, so excited. I've seen every episode multiple times. You know, the first season was set in Indiana. Oh, I oh. didn't know Yeah, the that. first season, it like changed a little. They had like a teacher. It was like they were more mm-hmm. in, in, in that room, like mm-hmm. homeroom. And there's an Indiana flag oh, wow. in Mr. Belding's office. And then it's definitely Southern California yes. after that, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember there was, <laughs> we were in college and I, 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 a friend of mine was telling me a story about something his principal did. And we're all listening. And then all of a sudden I was like, no, that's something that Mr. Belding did on Saved by the Bell. And he, and he stopped and he was like, Oh shit. <laughs> Fuck. It is a plot line from Saved by He had confused wow. a plot line from Saved by the Bell with his actual life. That's like that's cool. how important it was. I actually have interviewed Mario Lopez for a different podcast, so I'll be like, listen, Tiff. <laughs> no, I won't. She, I'm so excited. She'll be like, Yeah, I totally want to talk about a coworker of mine from 30 years ago. <laughs> Uh, and today we're going to be talking about restaurants, and we're talking about taking kids to restaurants. And, of course, we like to start every show a little thing called Circle Time. And, Megan, I think you have our Circle Time story for today. I do. Um, I, I know you both probably have taking kids to restaurants story, <laughs> yeah. too. Just, like, the visceral reaction we all had. I mean, it can be magical, mm-hmm. um, and it can also be so stress-inducing that I think we go, we'll just eat Cheerios off the ground at our own house until they're 18. Um, So we were taking Conrad out to eat on a Sunday evening. Okay. It felt wholesome. You know, it felt church-like. Like Like maybe we were Christians that had been serving the community all week. We hadn't been. Um, So we went to this place in South Pasadena. And it's like South Pasadena is family center. Yeah, it is, yeah. Like you're not going to be like, oh, no, someone's going to be annoyed with my kid. Like that's why they made South Pasadena for (laughs) racially ambiguous children. For people who've never been, there is actually a pharmacy where where there's still a soda counter. Yes. And they sell toys at the pharmacy soda counter like that's how child friendly this place is it is so amazing and i'll never afford to live there um but we go there you know and we're like conrad we live here and he's like no we don't Um, so we're going to this restaurant that cj and i had been to before but never with conrad but it's not like fancy and so we made a reservation even because it's like i don't know you know like i i have had situations where like we went out to eat last Thanksgiving. So it was Conrad's first Thanksgiving and I just didn't want to cook. Yeah. Um, and so we went to a nice steakhouse and Ooh. I made a reservation for two of us and then said like plus a high chair. And I got there and the hostess was like, so it's three, like with attitude. And I was like, well, it's two plus a high chair. Like I wrote it like two different times in the special because I, I don't know. I'm a new And like this 
this hostess and I like kind of got into it on Thanksgiving. Like I gave her attitude and she met me back with attitude. And then I saw her like later in our meal when I was going to the bathroom. I was like, I'm really sorry. Like it's Thanksgiving. I shouldn't have been like rude. It's my first. And she was like, I don't even remember what you said. Like it was like, <laughs> oh, everyone's being rude. So we go um, to this place on a Sunday evening. And we get there and they take us to a room I've literally never seen before. And I'm like, huh, this is like a private area. This is weird. And so we like get settled and I look around and I'm like, oh, we're in the kids room. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. it was like, oh, we are now in the kinder care portion of a regular <laughs> yeah. restaurant because it was like a table next to us, three parents, four kids. Yeah. Like, yeah. Other table next to us, set of grandparents, set of parents, three kids. They do I'll that. Get, I love that. I, they do that at all time. On this restaurant by where we used to live on uh, Hill, uh, in Los Feliz, there's this yeah. restaurant, and there's like around the corner and around another corner behind oh, a trellis is where that. the kids go. And it's like, are we sloth from Goonies? Are you ashamed of us and chaining us to a basement? <laughs> I am, I, I'll be honest, I love that room. I'm just like, yeah, because my kids are always the very worst children at the restaurant. So I'm just like, go ahead, do your worst. You can't burn this part of the fucking restaurant down, kids. Well, and I, so I think my initial reaction was like, oh, I'm a loser now. You know, like I'm in the loser room where it's like everyone hates us (laughs) and like they just like burn it at the end of the night. They throw a match in and are like, See ya. They just pull up the carpet and it's yes. actually just plastic and they throw the whole thing out. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I am, having worked in a restaurant, I do have high expectations sometimes. Uh-huh. I'm just like, yeah, I'd like to not be seated next to the dumpster. You know, like yeah, I yeah, have, I am, if I hate a table, I will ask to be moved. Yeah. Like it, the, the Karen does come out of me a little bit <laughs> to be like, can I not sit in the busboy stand? Um <laughs> So we're like sitting there, they bring him like crayons and then they bring back two very chic elder women mm-hmm. um, and sit them at a table in the kids room. Oh, and, and I and I know as a as a woman, our greatest fear is getting old. Like it really like it's like because then society in some ways stop seeing you all together. And that can be good and it can also be bad. But it's like, oh, old women, you want to sit with the kids. And so these two older gals, I actually think it was a mom um, who was probably 80 something and a daughter who was like late 50s, 60s. And they're trying to talk. And like, there's just shrieking happening and so they don't even like put in a drink order like the waitress comes over and they're like can we move like audibly like can we move and they go the only table we have is right on the street outside and they go we'll take it like, <laughs> like we would rather sit in traffic and like it's on a busy road yeah and it's in it's like it's a bit it it's a, a five lane road. it's a five road. lane road there's a lot of exhaust it was hot and it's very hot in south and, like, pasadena and this like 85 year old was like get me on the sidewalk because she, she's like I've been I was in the trenches yeah. for so many years I don't want to be the yeah. I'm retired I'm done with this yeah. life <laughs> and then like as the as the meal went on it on I I did I started to like 
evolve into you, Kurt, yeah. where I was like, this is where I belong. You yeah. know, like, this isn't where I wanted to be, but this is who I am now. Because Conrad was having so much fun looking at the other kids. Yeah. All the other parents were like having a Moscow mule or like a beer. The Dodgers game was on. There were toys flying. Yeah. Like, it was like, it doesn't matter what happens in here. No one is going to be ashamed yeah. or judgmental. And I ended up being like, okay, we're losers, and I like being a loser. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And it is there is that feeling. It's almost like embracing your inner jersey, I feel like, you know, of like, oh, it's all just a fucking mess now, and that's okay, but yeah. we're getting through it. We're going to live. We're going to live, baby. It's like Hamsterdam in the in the wire. Is that what they call it? That block where you can just do whatever mm-hmm. you want. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it feels good. You're like... It, <laughs> yeah, it felt really, like, comfortable. Because I've been at restaurants where we've brought Conrad and we get there and, and I'm like, oh, you know, two plus a high yeah. chair. And they're like, we don't have high chairs. And you're like, oh, you don't want us here. You know, like, that's crazy. Like, I... Can I call the ACLU? Like, I don't know. Is that allowed? To just be like, (laughs) tiny person, you're banished. Uh, Are you trying to make any money from 5 to 6.30? Yes. I know. And so then you're just like, okay, I guess I'll sit my baby in a big chair, you know? And then he's just like plopped over. But it's it's like, oh, you don't want me here. I'm about to have an expensive meal, uncomfortable like every noise, you know, like hoping someone else shits their pants as a yeah. grown up. So no one like stares at me like I'm a nuisance. And it was like, I'm glad those old ladies left and I love the elderly. Yeah. But I was like, yeah, get outside. Yeah, get yes. out of there. This is our place. Yeah. This yeah. is like the bottom of the well in Goonies. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's like, this is our time down here. This is macaroni and cheese. Though. Yeah. Um, well, I'm excited to t- talk to Tiffany about this because Tiffany's got a brand new uh, cookbook out right now. It's really fun. And it is really fun. It's all about leftovers. I know we say no advice, but like, I'm going to need some. I like, (laughs) I'm in the thick of just food throwing on the ground, feeding him something and him loving it and then trying it like a week later and him being like, what is this disgusting slop? And I'm like, you loved this slop last (laughs) week. You love this slop. You love it. (laughs) God, it it like truly is, it makes me feel like a crazy person. When she stopped liking blueberries, I was like, who are you? I was like, well, you blueberries was your whole life for two years. You were that bitch from Willy Wonka. (laughs) Gus has stopped liking strawberries and I don't know what to do. Because it was like always like the one thing that he would eat. And I was just like, now we're not going to do strawberries. (laughs) I cut up five strawberries, put them in your fucking lunch. And they come back, (laughs) all five strawberries comes home. You're going to do that to these strawberries. These strawberries are $10. (laughs) They're so expensive at the goddamn farmer's market. You're giving him farmer's market strawberries and he's not eating them? I'm eating them. You fucking entitled (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Well, hopefully Tiffany has a... Some hot tips. (laughs) Some hot tips. Uh, We'll be right back. All right. You heard today's guest at the top of the show. We all first met her in her breakout role on Saved by the Bell. She's an amazing actor and author. Her newest cookbook is called Here We Go Again, Recipes and Inspiration to Level Up Your Leftovers. Please welcome to the show, Tiffany Thiessen. Hi. Hi, guys. Um, Off the bat, an 
honor to meet you. When I think of formative things from my childhood, you <laughs> are in the top 10. Like, oh, wow. um, truly, like everything. I mean, just, I know we're we're going to be talking about kids, but like kid Megan is like, what is happening? Like just, um, just iconic. That's so sweet. I, Thank iconic you so much. And Aww. so cool to see you be able to transition from child stardom and be alive and thriving. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thing, right? Yeah. I'm alive. You're alive. <laughs> I mean, that is that is, you know, we've had a rough couple years and so uh the fact that we're still here, mm-hmm. yes, that is something to be said and celebrated. I agree. And Tiffany, <laughs> uh what what are the you have how many kids and what are their ages? I have two. I have two kids. Um I have a daughter who is 13. Yes, wow. I have entered the teenage years. Oof. Um, and I have a son who's eight. Oh, okay. So the heart... Ha- can I talk about my other child, too? Yes. My yeah. husband, who's yeah. 52 almost? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, when you were saying at the top, like... They so asked I really the, do have, I do have three. Yes. Asking the questions over and over again. My child's mm-hmm. young enough, he doesn't do that. But I was like, oh yeah, that's my husband. Like that is, yeah, no. that's something he yeah. does. And, and, and sure. he, and he's in the kids plural. I generally put him there. Okay. <laughs> okay. So is 13, is it, I mean, what we've, I've heard, I've heard 50, 50 friends where it's just like, oh yeah. no, it's horrible. And other ones being like, yeah. it's, it's fine. It's just another age. I think it depends on the day. Oh, I just, wow. you know, parent parenting is 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 about the day. I mean, right? I yeah. mean, it's it's some days are easier than others, and mm-hmm. so it depends on the day. It depends on her struggles that she's having. Um, maybe I'm having struggles. You know, sometimes they don't meet. Um, mm-hmm. So <laughs> that's kind of where we are. But um, I, you know, generally, I. I I, I love this age because I, I can have really great discussions with her. She's at that age where we can have those kind of cool discussions. Um, and being that she's a daughter, she's, you know, um, I feel like I am looking back in my own sort of past mm-hmm. a little bit, um, as much as, of course, things are different, but still still the same. You know, we're, we're still there. So it's, yeah, there's, there's struggles, but there's also things I can, I can say I'm celebrating and I'm excited about too. So being a 13 year old girl is truly universal. Uh, No matter how much the world changes, that's one of those things where it's like, well, you still got to go to seventh grade and that shit is hard. Yeah, it is. And she did that last year and my gosh, it, it took me back to also remembering how much I hated seventh yeah. grade. Yeah. So. <laughs> I know. I'm so yeah, worried about that. I told her, I go, that. I don't think anybody, I was like, honey, you could ask anybody yeah. Yeah. older than you and they will all tell you middle school sucks. Yeah. It's you, just a part of it. And the more you get there and realize it and know that you won't be there forever, then you'll, you'll, you're going to get past it. Even like I have a friend who teaches sixth grade English and I'm like you are a saint and she's like well I'm getting them like right before they lose their minds but then I saw her last week as school just started I was like how is it she goes this group is challenging like like, and and maybe it's just that like they're getting like the inching older is happening slightly sooner Uh puberty is starting to happen earlier for some and all of that yeah no I I, I totally hear you I gotta get out of here my friend is an eighth grade teacher and he he's at at his very like I don't know what kind of school this is but they take them on a two week backpacking trip at the end of the year and I'm like what is can I send my child yes can I send my child that's impossible it's in Pasadena. Uh, and it was Amazing. like, yeah. what is that like? And he's like, eighth grade boys are just 
constantly touching each other. They're just yeah. all over. He's like, the amount of like grabbing each other that they're doing mm-hmm. at all times is insane. And I was like, mm-hmm. that's okay. I had it's forgotten about because, that. It's probably because they're not at home grabbing themselves. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta grab that. something. <laughs> so they can't do that. So now they're having to, you know, put that energy into others, you yeah. know? Um, this we we've been loving the uh, the cookbook. How did it come about? Well, it was kind of it kind of came about at the beginning of the pandemic. Um, crazy enough, um, sort of the story of like you know we were all kind of afraid to go to the grocery store. My husband, oddly enough, was like, "I'll be the one to go," and I'm like, "You you remember what that looks like, right? Because <laughs> yeah. it's been like 20 years since yeah. you've been to the grocery store." <laughs> But anyway, so it was it was kind of that sort of idea that when he when he would get home with the groceries that I strategically like planned mm-hmm. that I wanted to make sure to not waste it. You know, like we weren't going to go back for a while. And and then it got me thinking, you know, my parents actually shopped like this, not yeah. because of a pandemic, but because my parents didn't have a lot of money. So my mom was always stretching food in the budget, you know, because of the budget throughout the week. So I was like, you know, I've never seen a cookbook that really kind of sort of has this idea of showing people how to really use what they either already have in their fridge or in their pantry or making use of the stuff instead of wasting it. Because I, I really, one of the biggest pet peeves that I have that I've been trying to instill in my children since young is not wasting. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I you know. Have you figured out how to do it? <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, a little bit, but you know. But it's 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 showcasing. I mean, it's showing them truly like, you know, I would I would tell them statistically like 40 percent of food gets wasted, kids. And they mm-hmm. look at me like, uh-uh, uh-uh. right, you know, and, and I would be like, OK, let me let me rethink this. OK, mommy goes to the grocery store. Let's do a little math. You know, let's do a little math lesson. And I get five bags of groceries. That's like mommy throwing two bags away. Ugh. And they're like, well, why would you do that? And I'm like, exactly. Why would I do that? You yeah. know, and so. It's things like that, that, you know, all kind of all those sort of ideas and stories and and the way I was raised and the pandemic and all that was kind of the reason why I wanted to create a book that I had never seen before. Really, just showing people how to take things that they normally, you know, would be like, well, what am I going to do with this little bit of yogurt that I have in the yogurt, you know, mm-hmm. container, right? That kind of stuff. Like the, I love how you're like, well, the olive brine, just make martinis. Like even in court, like it's right. So- I mean, do you need a better excuse? <laughs> I mean, no. I mean, I'll take any excuse. I mean, leave the olives right? in there. I don't have to have leftover <laughs> yeah, brine. No. But I love how practical it is because sometimes cookbooks, especially for kids, are like, oh, no, it's a, it's quick and easy pan-seared halibut with adult <laughs> confit reduction. And it's like, no, oh, yeah, this is please. stuff that you can do with your leftovers. Yes. And they look so good. We were salivating. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, it, well, thank you. Now, did it piss you off more as a cook? When your kids wouldn't eat stuff. Because, like, I'm making basic ass. I mean, like, yeah. even when he doesn't finish a pouch, I'm like, oh, you. But it's like, <laughs> I-, I can imagine yeah. if I was doing stand-up for him and not laughing, I'd be like, pack your bags. You're out of here. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, that is, that you're, that is like your yes. trait now, your passion. Was it more frustrating when they... Yeah. When they would reject things. Yeah. I okay. mean, definitely it would give me a little hit in the heart. Yeah. I, I, I'm not going to lie. But as they've gotten older, that sort of stuff has gotten a little bit easier. One, I it feel like has. I know my kids pretty well. Yeah, it, it really has. And two, I can rationalize it with them. I'm like, just freaking try it. Like, yeah. all I ask you to do is at least yeah. try it. 
Don't put a ton on your plate that is going to then get wasted and thrown in the trash. I will do something else with it later. Like that's kind of where we are being that I have kids that are a little bit older. In the beginning, it was super hard. Yeah. Yeah. But I also didn't go crazy when they were little because I knew they were going to put their nose up to it or have some sort of, you know, they said no more often than they said yes when they're little. You know that stage. So I I kind of prepped myself to know that that wasn't going to happen. Uh, we were talking earlier about taking kids out to to dinner um, and at a restaurant. So, like, have, like, have you had an experience? I mean, I know your kids are older now, but going yeah, out to yeah. meals, going out to dinner of like getting like. Oh my gosh, I had so many. I, I have a, I have a very famous one. I was living in New York, and my daughter was probably maybe two, maybe three at the mm-hmm. most. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you don't cook as often in New York. You're in a tiny little apartment, tiny little stove. You don't even have a garbage disposal. It's like, it's a very different way of living. Um, so we went out a lot more in New York than, than I do here. And so we were out to dinner, a friend was in town and, you know, you bring your kid, like, Mm -hmm. you know, we don't have a nanny. I think my mom wasn't, my mom used to live with us, but for some reason she wasn't there at the time. So we brought her and, um, she proceeded to throw every thing that was placed on our table across the restaurant yes like everything from (laughs) like the nuts that came out first as your little like you know aperitif (laughs) tossed hitting these lovely elderly couple that was right next to us i mean it's always an elderly couple couple. (laughs) always always with the eye roll and the like in my day in my day we didn't do stuff like that yeah i mean it, it was it was we we had i mean God love my daughter. She's not that child anymore, but she was definitely hard in that sense. She just didn't like to sit still. Yeah. Eating in a, in a beautiful environment was not her forte. It just was not. She'd much rather be, you know, doing something else. Right. And, (laughs) and what you're describing is mortifying for any parent, let alone someone who has a very famous face and people are like, Uh, you should have seen Kelly Kapowski Uh fucking talk. Her child is so bad. Yeah. I yeah. now find myself yeah. just going to chain restaurants because I know they don't give a shit. Like they California Pizza Kitchen doesn't yeah. care if yeah. your kids yeah. throw the nuts at the lady next yeah. to you. They're yeah. just like, that's we true. welcome it. Come on yeah. in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's very true. I, I definitely believe that uh, we, t- we definitely probably ate home a lot more during those periods, you know, yeah. Yeah. but at the same time, like we were forced to eat a lot more. Like I said, when we were living in New York, so Harper was forced to, to be, maybe that's why she's so great now. I don't know. Maybe cause you know, she had, she was exposed to it. Right. Do they have, um, sort of advanced palates? Uh, no, I would not say that. <laughs> I'm going to be real honest. No. Okay, great. I mean, well, here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. They have they do have things that maybe aren't normal. Like my daughter, <laughs> this is very funny. My daughter loves caviar. Wow. <laughs> but then, you know, doesn't want cheese on her burger. So okay. <laughs> right. go figure. Right. Okay. Go figure. I right? think my sister, you know what I mean? like, yeah, I think my sister had ketchup with every meal from the age of three until like 21. <laughs> wow. And well, I'm not funny, kidding. My husband, my husband still eats like that and he's going to be 52. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. You talk about me being disappointed of my kids putting up their nose. You know yeah. what a bigger disappointment is? Is my husband putting crap and condiments all over the meal that I just cooked. Ditto. Ditto. We should send my right husband there. and your husband on a play date. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, if I see ranch again on, oh one, of my, my on one of my recipes, oh. I might die. My wife I is from die. Iowa. That is her love language. Yeah, that is the oh. biggest staple. That is the top of the food ranch. pyramid. Ranch. It's ranch dressing, yeah. then it's, ketchup. It's ranch, barbecue sauce, and ketchup. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Ooh, and sometimes yeah. you and can husband, mix them all up. <laughs> 
<laughs> you can just switch over to you can just switch over to hot sauce, and then that's like considered a good See, condiment. That's, that's Elevated. the adult version. That's yeah, what I that's, do. Hot, yeah. Little yeah. hot sauce when it needs it. That's great. I just made my little own hot sauce. I, I just saw made that. Own. I saw that. Yeah, jalapeno. Are you going to send me some? Sure. Send me some. I can you, easily you, send you some. It's are very you, basic. Are you labeling it? Are you calling it I, anything fun? I did label it. Oh well, Ooh. online we came up with uh, the Kurt's. Kurt Brownoler's Brown Holer. No. <laughs> no, no, Kurt, no. Kurt's Brown Kurt Brownoler's Hurt Brown Holer. Oh my gosh. That's a great brand. Wow, name. that's really good. That's really good. If you stick with that, you might do real well with that. I really yeah. think so, right? Uh, I think so. My I kids do. my I kids do. did the uh the label for it oh, and it looks funny. very cute. They and did they write out that label too? <laughs> no, 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 no. I named that later. It just says hot okay. sauce. How good were they at okay, drawing buttholes? Were they pretty good at that? <laughs> I was like, it's just a star, honey. It's just a star. <laughs> Um, so we have this thing called the struggle wand. We got it out of the dumpster and um, yeah. we'd love to give it to you. And you have the floor to talk about anything you're struggling with parenting wise uh, today. Where do I start? Where do I even pick from? There's so many columns to go from. Um, OK, uh, probably the one that's the most uh, full force right now, because I do have a teenage daughter, is social media. Oh, right. So yeah. she just recently got a phone this last year because she started a new school and that's kind of where it happens. And she has a little independence with, you know, staying late for homework or for school playdates and all that kind of stuff. But we have not allowed her to have social media whatsoever. It's okay. just our, our choice. And yeah. And sort of my analogy with her, which because she constantly every day says, can I have it today? Can I have it today? Can I have it today? Please, mom, can I, have, you know, that kind mm -hmm. of thing. Um, and uh, I said, you know, Honey, as soon as you find an article from a reputable doctor or somebody yeah. that says that social media is really good for your brain and body, then we will definitely that's have a discussion. So and I'm sure you can have it. But um, I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. So <laughs> yeah. that's kind of where we are right now. But it's it's a struggle. Is it it's every total, day? It's not every day, but it's at least once a week. And, and she obviously has friends that are on it. And that's why she wants to go. All of her friends. Ugh. That's so tough. And I think the hardest part, and this is where I get guilty, I feel a little guilty every now and then, is that this is how kids are communicating now. They're not yeah. even texting or calling each other, right? I was, you know, they're communicating through Snapchat. They're communicating through these, these places. And so she feels... Um, definitely a little left out, you know, at times because mm -hmm. she feels like no one's connecting with her because she doesn't have it, you know? Oh, that's so hard, too, where it's, it's just so like, hard, isn't it? oh, I this know. evil AI that studies you mm -hmm. and analyzes you. Mm -hmm. It's also the way people are just going to get together to go to the mall. Your last day of vacation and you found time for a deep tissue massage followed by a long mud bath then a two-hour nap. Because you're an American Express Platinum Guard member and booked your stay at a fine hotel and resort through Amex Travel, which means a 4 p.m. checkout. And those relaxing vacation vibes can keep going at the airport in the Centurion Lounge. Just a splash. Before you board the plane back to reality. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your travel experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. This episode is brought to you in part by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like The Guest List by Lucy Foley. 
Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Um, so we like to do this little thing where we uh, we put things in timeout, things that we uh, we've been mm-hmm. dealing with in our lives that we think could deserve a timeout. We'll go first, and then if you've got one, we would love to hear yours. Um, okay, okay. Megan, Chris, you got anybody want to go first? Okay, ladies first. Um, I'd like to give a timeout. Car, just cars, and ge- like my car, <laughs> my oh, car's been okay. hot. Then there, then there was like a flat tire that I was brutally ignoring uh-huh. and wow. like it's just my car's never going to be clean yeah. again and like it's a lease I'm going to have to give it back in like 11 months and I'm like it's yeah. at, like they they're not going to want to mm-hmm. give this back to mm-hmm. someone like we got one of those expensive <laughs> like swivel car seats it's just covered in like Ugh. kind of dried puke yeah. it's just when people get in my car I'm so embarrassed and it's the I, it's the nicest car I've ever had. I got it. Oh, so you um, have a nostalgic sort of like connection yeah. to it. Yeah. I got it a month Aww. before I found out I was pregnant. Aww. And it's like impossible. It was impossible to get in and out of when I was pregnant. Like it's like, whoa. <laughs> and so it's just, I'm like not even enjoying it, even though I'm like spending so much money to have it. And it's just ruined. I stopped taking care of mine. Like yeah. I just like can't anymore. No, it's just too much. Gus, who is three, is constantly like, Papa, we got to clean the car. No, <laughs> no way. But the three-year-old, three-year-old, is three-year-old is like, we've got to clean the car. Oh and I'm like, Gus, God. I know. No. He also really wow. likes to clean the car. And then you say, oh, yeah, why don't you yeah. climb up there and do it, pal? Yeah. He, do- he does a very good job. He's, <gasps> oh. he's like the only clean person in the family. And so <laughs> he will like clean one. up. That's, ex- that's exciting. Yes. That's too- See, I'm, I'm that type A person. I'm, yeah. I'm the clean freak in our family. Yeah, so. no, no yeah. one else is. I'd clean your car if I was part of Like that. <laughs> I'm I'm the clean guy too, so that's why I'm putting. I'd like to put crumbs on timeout yeah. today. Yeah. Goldfish crackers, mm-hmm. Cheerios, mm-hmm. Uh, Ritz, Ritz. Oh my god! In that every crevice of the inside of my car, my car seat, just the crumbs alone could probably yeah. feed so many developing countries, and I can't get anything out of them. <laughs> I found gra- a graham cracker, like half a graham cracker in one of my Crocs the other day. How did it get there? I don't know. In your Crocs? That's in a Croc. Through the hole at the top? I don't know. <laughs> but I, I like, I used to like being clean, and now I just have to, I can't. I'm just like, yeah. okay, I'm just gonna yeah. let the crumbs take over my life, and that's that's yeah. where we are. Um, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put heat lightning in uh, <laughs> what? in a timeout. Uh, my wife was heat lightning. Yes, heat lightning. So this is actually a global warming podcast. This is a global warming. <laughs> podcast. Sometimes we talk about our kids. Sometimes okay. we talk about the melting glaciers. Hey, it connects. You know it connects, yep. folks. Um, yep. It does. My it does. wife has been in was in Berlin for seven days, uh, having just a sweet vacation, and I was solo parenting, and uh, she was supposed to come back on Saturday. And then mm-hmm. she or she got to JFK, and then JFK shut the entire airport down because of heat. Yeah, lightning. because of the lightning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So no that. flights went out. She had to stay yeah. overnight. So I was like, ready. I'm just wet. Hey, I'm just Saturday ready circled. Sunday morning to wake up and not have to go immediately into like, <laughs> <laughs> like feeding everyone, getting everyone dressed. <laughs> 
And uh, and no. Oh, boom. you boys are so funny. It was just. <laughs> it just cracks me up. It just it just cracks me up. Hey, I did okay, seven days. I did seven, seven days beautiful like, days. Um, uh, oh, okay. So my time out is dog hair. Dog <laughs> oh hair. my gosh. I'm so over the summer dog hair. Everything's just you know. And we we, so we have four dogs. Oh wow. wow. We have four dogs. Ten chickens. What? Yeah. Ten, ten chickens? chickens? Ten chickens. But the chickens are easy. So yeah. um, but the dog hair. And and it's really only, and I'm gonna I'm gonna put one of my dogs under the bus because Good. it's really only him. He's our latest dog we got at the beginning of COVID. Mm. He is a great Pyrenees that's about 240 pounds. Whoa. He is a polar bear. He is the sweetest dog ever. But the white dog hair. I mean, you can't wear black in our house. You truly can't. Mm-hmm. Because if it's not white dog hair all over you, it's then slobber. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, 240 That's pounds. That like mouth. Yeah. That mouth is the size, bigger than my mouth, right? Mouth and uh, some other stuff. That wow. Comes out. The parts. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. 240 I mean, is like a, a defensive That's tackle. bigger than my husband. Yeah. I have a tall 6'4 husband. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yes. I'm 6'4 as well. Wow. And I, yeah. yeah. See? So, and then are I the mean, other dogs huge too? Or is it like a no, wide? So, well, I do. Ha- so yeah, I have another one that's big as well, who we always thought was the biggest. And she's a great, she's a great Dane. Oh. And she's about 160. So we have two huge oh dogs. And then we have God. two small dogs. Yeah. You okay. can't get on an elevator with your dogs. They weigh too much. No, <laughs> no. Anyway, so yes, dog hair is my timeout. Yeah. I don't want any more dog hair. All right, let's put it in. Uh, well, thank you, Tiffany, so much for being here. Um, and of Thanks course, for having me. you can find uh, her book. Here we go again, Recipes and Inspirations to Level Up Your Leftovers. And it's a really fantastic book. Anything else you want to plug? You're going on tour. Yeah, where are you going? I am. I'm going on tour. I'll be going to uh, New York and New Jersey. I'll also be going to um, Chicago, and I will be going to Austin and two locations in Los Angeles. These so are great hopefully. food towns. Awesome. Yeah, of course it. I mean, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much. Thanks thank for having you. me. Well, 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 Tiffany Thiessen. Can you believe? It? I can't. She was so chill. She's so personable. So She's cool. like so Jenny from the block. You know what I mean? <laughs> Kelly from the block. Kelly from the block. <laughs> I almost I like at one point did like a I was gonna do like a Jesse Spano. Like I'm so excited. <laughs> I was like Megan, do don't do not it. do this. Uh, and listen, folks, you at home, if you want to hear yourself on this show, you can call and give us your circle time. By calling 424-570-KIDS. That's 424-570-KIDS. Or you can email us at ilovemykid at wondery.com. And make sure to start off with I love my kid but and then give us your your, your take. Um, and maybe we'll even play it on the podcast just like this. Yay! I love my kid but she's too young to realize when she really hurts someone's feelings. Mm-hmm. We were playing a game the other day where she was uh, pretending to make me breakfast because I had made her breakfast that morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and she has started calling me by my first name sometimes, me uh-huh. and my partner. So she said, uh, Rachel, do you want a pancake? And I said, oh, honey, will you call me mommy? It makes me happy when you call me mommy. It doesn't make me sad when you call me Rachel, but um, but it makes me feel better when you call me mommy. Doesn't it feel good to make people happy? 
And she looked at me stone cold and said, I want to make you sad, Rachel. And then we sat there in silence for a minute while I contemplated whether my daughter is a comedic genius or a sociopath. Maybe both. Why not both? Thank you for for the call, Rachel. We want to make you you. happy, Rachel. Thank you for the call, Mommy. You are are my Mommy now, Rachel. (laughs) Thank you for the call, Mommy. Wow. Okay, guess is that age? uh, My guess is two. Yeah, yeah, mine's three. I'm saying two and a half. Two and a half. Because yeah, yeah, my yeah. daughter does that. Yes. Samuel yeah. will be like, she'll call me Chris and she'll go, oh, she'll look me in the like, I need space. No, what? She says, I need space. <laughs> and it's such, she communicates it so well and so clear. I'm like, yeah. oh, she needs space. Yeah. But then I'll come back and she'll go, not yet. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and it just, it really, I feel for you, mommy, because it hurts. <laughs> it hurts. Oh. They don't know what's going on. They don't mean it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been Kurt Brownler. I'm Megan Gailey. (laughs) I'm Chris Garcia. And remember, your kid is going to eventually resent you no matter what you do. like our show, please give us a five-star rating and review. Follow I Love My Kid, but on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you're listening right now. The next episode will be out in a week, or you can listen to it right now ad-free by subscribing to Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts or the Wondery app. Please support us by supporting our sponsors. Another way you can support the show is by filling out a survey at wondery.com survey. I Love My Kid, But is hosted by Kurt Brownuller, Megan Gailey, and Chris Garcia. Audio engineering by Hector Fernandez. Videography by Justin Bretter. Sound design and editing by Lucas Siegel. Our producer is Adam Azraf. Senior producers are Andrew Goldstein, Megan Monaco, and Brian Saracusa. Executive producers are Dave Easton and Marshall Louis for Wondery. It's all a lighthearted nightmare on our podcast, Morbid. We're your hosts. I'm Alina Urquhart. And I'm Ash Kelly. And our show is part true crime, part spooky, and part comedy. The stories we cover are well-researched. He claimed and confessed to officially killing up to 28 people. With a touch of humor. I'd just like sure. to go ahead and say that if there's no band called Malevolent Deity, that is pretty great. A dash of sarcasm and just garnished a bit with a little bit of cursing. This motherfucker lied like a liar like a liar and if you're a weirdo like us and love to cozy up to a creepy tale of the paranormal or you love to hop in the wayback machine and dissect the details of some of history's most notorious crimes you should tune in to our podcast morbid follow morbid on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen to episodes early and ad free by joining wondery plus and the wondery app or on apple podcasts